Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com forward slash The Barn. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash The Barn. Hey, this is Pete Corielli, and you are listening to The Barn, baby. Welcome to The Barn, live from The Barn studio in southeast Missouri. You got the mocks here, and I'm joined with a special guest online right now. We have stand-up comedian, actor, writer, Mr. Pete Corielli. Pete, how are you, man? All right, Chad. Thanks for the intro, bro. More than I deserve. You make me sound like a renaissance, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's not a lie, though, right? You do a lot of different things. It is. Sometimes I, w- I, I think maybe I should have just focused on one thing, you know, but like... Uh, Certain things come up and they sound like fun, so I do them. And you know, at the, at the sake of maybe not doing something else at that time, but you know, I, I it makes it fun. So yeah, I do. I, I have done all those things. I can't deny it, brother. The acting I'm a little light on though, but that's okay. I know you're coming into our town. I mentioned we're in Missouri here, so you're going to be coming into our town in February, right. Friday, February, February 9th at the City Winery, St. Louis, Missouri. Presents Pete Corielli live. Friday, February 9th at 7 p.m. We're looking forward to having you in town, man. I am looking forward to being there. The city wineries have been good to me. They put together a nice show. Been to St. Louis before. It's nice to come in and just, you know, anyone who wants to come see me, we all come do it one night and have a good time. So I hope people can make it out, man. It's going to be a fun time. I really love that city. I do. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you've hit the uh, Funny Bone, maybe, or the Helium's. I've hit the helium. Uh, I have a funny story. One time I was playing with Brian Regan, opening for Brian Regan at a theater somewhere in, in St. Louis. Can't remember the name of it. And afterwards, he's like, hey, let's go. He liked to go to the comedy club sometimes. So he's like, let's head over to helium. Now, ironically, some of these clubs, Chad, they know me, but they don't really know Brian because Brian has, hasn't played a club in so long because he's doing theaters. So, you know, 
the staff might not know who he is if right. they're not like wildly into <laughs> so you know they're being real nice to me and we come in they're like hey come on we're gonna see you guys and of course the owner knows who brian is and stuff now one of the wayne brothers was on i think it was um uh marlon wayne yeah it was marlon wayne was on stage and they and it was packed and they walked us in the middle of the show we didn't want that we just wanted to hang out in the back but we didn't want to be impolite the guy walks us up puts us front row middle of the stage two rows back and marlon wayne doesn't know me he i don't even know if he knows brian but he couldn't recognize him and he just started doing all these jokes about the two corny white guys it was hilarious <laughs> i'm being I'm, I'm brian like oh now we know what it's like to be on the other side being yelled you know from uh, getting made fun of so it was a hell of an experience and i know this is part of the authentic tour and uh you've had a few dates already how's the tour been going so far Tour's been going great, uh, you know, even with the holiday season uh, that's been going on right now, the people have still been coming out, so, uh, and it's been a lot of fun, you know, I don't, I don't get really at all into politics, I mean, there's enough of that out there, I just talk about life and stuff everyone can relate to, and you know what it is, you know what it is, bro, it's just, everybody has a couple drinks, we have some seriously good laughs, and we all go home having had a good time, which is what comedy's supposed to be. And that reminds me of the good old days. I am, uh, I am a big fan, been a fan for many, many years now. You know, I think everybody would probably, especially our age or maybe older, would agree that uh, Howard Stern's kind of, he's laid the format for radio, right? He's like the king of radio of all time. But I, yeah. but I will say that some of the hardest times I've ever laughed listening to radio and probably podcasts too is when you guys were doing Brewer Unleashed for Sirius XM. Oh, that means a lot to me, man. Thank you, Chad. That was that was a, a lot of fun. I mean, there was a lot of times where we were, weren't being funny, but there were some times where I was really like, man, I think I think we're really being pretty damn funny here because, you know, you could do anything. So it was really exciting time, you know? Obviously, you and Jim have a close bond. I think even, you know, uh, you appeared on maybe his podcast or he appeared on yours recently or, you know, maybe six months ago or yeah. so. You know, you kind of talk about just kind of sitting back, having fun and, and laughing. To me, that's what Brewer Unleashed was. And even the you know intro says this is just guys hanging out. This is just the ultimate hang, right? Yeah. Where it's just guys yeah. busting on each other's balls. And sometimes maybe there was some lull time, but then other times there were, you know, really funny and exciting things happening for you guys. Yeah, thanks, man. It was fun. The only thing that got tough was that it was in, in New York City is where Sirius XM is, and that's where I live at the time, so it was easy for me. But the other three guys, Brewer and the two buddies that is from high school, you know, they were coming in from Long Island. Brewer was coming in from Jersey. So for the first year, it was great. And then by, you know, after the first year, you started doing it more and more from home, and it became a different thing, and it was still a lot of fun, but you couldn't do some of those same bits that you do in a room, which were always so fun. But yeah, good times, man. Absolutely good times. And I, I mean, I forget all the people that we had on. I mean, how pathetic is this? I'm talking to DJ Lou, who ran the show back then. And when um, uh, from Soundgarden, uh, Chris Cornell passed away, I said, uh, ah, damn, I bet he was cool. I would have liked to have uh, met him sometime. And Lou goes, bro, we had him on the show. He kept telling him. <laughs> How handsome he was and i go oh that's right i forgot i do remember telling him he was beautiful <laughs> oh yeah legendary guest too and i'm a metal guy like brewer so like acdc rob halford 
But you guys also notably had every comedian at the time come in, you know, Joe Rogan, David Tell, Foxworthy, Dennis Leary. Yeah, Louis C.K., yeah, all of them. And then and then I remember when Hetfield came on because of Metallica with Brewer, they're really good friends, and he was uh, wearing flip-flops. And I'm like, bro, flip-flops? Can Metallica <laughs> do that? Walker. And he goes, I'll never forget, Hetfield looks at me, he goes, whatever, it's hot, dude. <laughs> That's it, it's hot, dude. <laughs> So, yeah, those were really good times, Chad. Thanks for bringing them up, man. Yeah, we had a good time. And, you know, um, I could have kept going and just doing that. But, uh, yeah, you start to do that. And it's, as fun as it is, you get worried that if this thing ends and I'm not doing anything else, where do I go from here? So, but, man, it was so creative up there. We had, we had freaking Martha Stewart on. Wow. Yeah. Obviously, you got the Pete and Sebastian show now. To me, it almost feels a little bit sort of like a hang again, where you guys doesn't seem too scripted. I know you guys occasionally have guests on, but it's just a couple guys talking about being guys. Yeah, it is. You know, the only thing I'll say is that, you know, you'll, you'll just make we just make notes. Me and Sebastian, like, you know, something happens at home and you make you just make a mental note, like to bring it up on the cast. And and we have the same sensibility a lot of times, even more so than Brewer and I. Um, me and Sebastian have the same kind of sense of humor. So, you know, all it takes is one of us, like a perfect example, we're doing the cast tomorrow. And, uh, you know, my daughter was playing in swim meet again. She's 10. And there was a girl on the other team with giant feet, but the girl wasn't that tall. So, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm in, I'm in my phone at the pool going, what'd you take on a woman with bigger feet than you, but she's not taller than you. Could you date a woman with bigger feet than you? Oh, and like, yeah. I know as soon as I say that to Sebastian on the cast, we'll do 10 minutes on it. It'll be hilarious. <laughs> you know, do you end up doing that thing where you start to have a conversation off mic and you're like, no, 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 hold on. Wait, let's keep it for on mic. Right. Yeah, it is unbelievable how much we've done that where we really just stopped. Uh, we really did a big shutdown on talking off off mic because that would happen. And then then you bring up the thing that you were laughing at on the phone. And now it's the other guy's fake laughing because he heard it. So, <laughs> right. you know, we'll, we'll spend time together. And when we do that, then you talk about that on the cast. And that's fine. But, you know, a story or whatever, you really got to learn to, like, just keep it to yourself until you get on the air. I'm pretty interested in the logistics, though, because as busy as you guys are and stay, you, you know, you're doing this weekly, right? Or do you stockpile episodes? How like how's the recording process go for you guys? Uh, well, we've been doing it now 10 years and it's almost always been weekly. But then we just this past four or five months, I guess, not even we started to have guests, which we've never done before. So when we have guests, I'll go out to L.A. and I'll stay out there for like two days or uh, maybe three, and we bang out like two or three shows a day. But they're fun. You're not tired because you have a guest on, so that's kind of stimulating you. Um, but other than that, we kind of still go week to week. But we just had two rules, man, since we started. The first one was you get together when you can. You know, each person has to be flexible or it's never going to work. And the second rule is uh, if someone wants something taken out, you just take it out because uh, you can't, the other guy can't like try and talk you into keeping it in because that'll drive you nuts. And we've been working around it, you know? I mean, there were times he's doing a movie and he could barely find the time to do the cast. And then I was writing on a sitcom and I'd slide out of the writer's room. Tell them, I'd tell the whole staff, I'll be right back. They think I'm going to get coffee. I'm gone for an hour doing a podcast on the other side of the wall. <laughs> Jeez. Me and my wife went down to Nashville a couple years ago and saw Sebastian at the Ryman, the Ryman Auditorium down in Nashville. And yeah. uh, talk about hilarity man i mean we walked out of there literally i know it's kind of a cliche thing to say but our cheeks were hurting from laughing so much he's, he's just such a good stand-up yeah sure is man sure is that's great 
you know, it seems like stand up's kind of popular as maybe ever right now. What do you think about the current state of it? You know, I'm sure Netflix has some things to do with that, obviously YouTubing and probably podcasting a lot of ways. What do you think about the current state of stand up? Well, you know, I mean, it's definitely, you know, as I'm sure you've heard and the listeners heard, it's definitely different than when I started in the sense that, you know, when I started, you would go to the clubs, try a new bit, go home, work on some writing and then go back in the next day and just keep plugging, you know. But now you're like, you got to you got to work on stand up. You got to write clips. You got to do a podcast. You got to be on social media. There's like a lot of balls you got to juggle at once, you know, and I, but but it, it's a different art now, too. It's like I see a lot of people getting famous because of a bit and a clip and then they really don't have a full hour. Um, but the audience doesn't really mind because they're just excited to see that person anyway. So it's a little bit of a, you know, it's half stand up, half. Um, hey, I'm famous. Come see me here and we'll we'll use the guise of I'm a comedian to, to make it not weird that you're all paying to come see me. obviously you're an east coast guy so comedy seller i'm sure you've spent many of hours days weeks at right gotham caroline oh yeah all of them man every night at the comedy cellar every single night yeah favorite was when i broke into the comedy cell at the beginning i used to MC every night and uh at midnight every night i'd MC from nine at night till two in the morning is how long the show would go but you know but after like the first hour, so I'm just doing like a, a 30 seconds in between each guy. But David Tell, David Tell would always go on at midnight. And right before David Tell would go on, I'd bring up the comic before Dave. And then I'd go and I'd get my beer and I'd put it on the side. And I'd get all ready. And then I'd bring up Dave and I'd just sit back and learn. It was so cool. So cool. They always kind of called him the comedian's comedian, right? Everybody... If you were in the room yeah. with him and you were a stand-up comedy uh, comedian, you would you would pay attention to what Dave was doing. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, not trying to be hitting him in the sense that do his bits or anything, but just the work ethic and the, uh, the, the, you know, the courage to just bomb trying something new, just to do something new, man. Very cool. Very cool. Saw him about six months ago. Seemed tight as ever. Seemed as, as natural on the stage as he's ever been one of the great yeah i know i was talking to someone recently if you totaled up all the hours that david tell has been on stage at this point like literally it's probably been a few years like few years of his life has been on a stage so and that's what's invaluable these young comics don't understand being on stage over and over and over it makes you there's nothing that can happen up there that you haven't experienced you're not afraid of anything you know it's like um you know that fourth wall is just gone it's gone it's really neat but you know these young guys they get on stage and it's like overwhelming because you know uh, at, uh, two weeks earlier they're in their basement making a video and now all of a sudden they're selling out a freaking theater and they're going oh boy yeah. what's up guys <laughs> but yeah it's a different thing though you know it's and it is very popular so you know that's what's that you're right it feels like it's more popular than ever how much of that do you think kind of goes back to crowd management? Because, you know, I've never been up on stage in that capacity. So people that have probably been drinking for a while, right? They've had some drinks in them. It could probably be something to kind of wrangle in. Yeah, it can. And it's part of, you know, growing as a comedian. I've done that for years. But luckily now I'm playing a lot more theaters or even like these, uh, the city winery. It's like a more of an upscale joint where my audience is coming. So you're not really getting that. Although you still get somebody that's excited to see you and it. Like I had two people last week, I was playing a sold out theater in Jersey. And basically these two dudes, another fan told me these two dudes came to see me and they smoked pot and they don't normally smoke pot. And the one guy had to leave to get an ambulance. And the other guy said, who was getting the ambulance, he goes, stay for Pete. Let me know how it is. Come to the hospital <laughs> afterwards. Oh, funny. <laughs> 
But, so, uh, yeah, crazy, you know? Join here with Pete Corielli coming into St. Louis on February 9th at 7 p.m. at the City Winery. The barn will be in the building. You go to PeteCorielli.com for all of Pete's information. Obviously, the Pete and Sebastian Show weekly podcast. Pete, we are big fans here. We can't wait to catch you when you come into town, and thanks for joining us today. Uh, my pleasure, Chad. I hope I get to see you there, man. I'm looking forward to it, and thanks so much for having me on. Let's do it, St. Louis. Saturday, a regular crowd shuffles in. There's an old man sitting next to me, making love to his tonic and gin. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable. Whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call, you can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com forward slash The Barn. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash The Barn.